Do you want me to start or you? Uh, I think you should get the honor. Oh, thank you. Welcome <laughs> to Big Mouth 2. Big... Nope. One second. <laughs> Nick Kroll is my dad, a podcast where we discuss hit Netflix TV show, Big Mouth. I am one of your hosts, Ash K. And I am your other host, Eli J. Welcome to the best show on podcasts right now. <laughs> it's covering, covering the best show on Netflix. It's the best show on podcasts. It's... Welcome to Big Mouth 2, Nick Kroll is my dad. Honestly... Like, I watched Big Mouth Season 1 with my roommate, and that was my rock during midterms. I feel that. I, um... Just clinging to it desperately between exams. <laughs> oh my gosh. So no, it, was it was Season 2. Sorry. No, no, I was just wa wondering, like, how you got introduced to Big Mouth. Um, well, it was, um, it was the same Twitter post, like, everyone was talking about, like, oh my god, I'm in school for animation. Everyone was talking about, like, look at how fucking ugly this is. This is going to be the worst show ever. Fucking boycott Netflix. Like, all of this elitist crap. And, like, I've tried to have some thoughts on it. Like, I have criticisms of Big Mouth. The world isn't very well established. The art style, yeah, it isn't great. Sometimes they let jokes, like, the entire character of Coach Steve happen. And that's not good. Yeah, Coach but, Steve like, sucks ass. <laughs> Coach Steve Die Challenge 2017. Like, the problem with or, it wait, is, that's not, like... That's not the year it is! <laughs> the problem with Coach Steve oh. is I can recognize... I know exactly where he came from, and it's because, I think... Um, so Nick Kroll... I don't know if you've ever watched Oh Hello. Um, I have heard of it. I do not know if I recommend it. It also has some very bad jokes, but I do love it mm. desperately, and I have seen it something close to ten times. Um... Oh, Jesus. It's it's really horrible. Every like my whole house, I live with five other people, and we all quote "Oh Hello" constantly, and we watch it together like every now and then. Like I'll come downstairs, and like my flatmates will all just go "Oh Hello," or sometimes they'll do this thing where we all also say "Hello" because we're really fucking nightmarish. It's so it'll turn into "Oh Hello," and it's really just a really oh, bad place God. to live. Um, Every time you say that, like, John Mulaney loses a year of his life. I want you to know <laughs> We're that. just slowly killing John Mulaney. Killing John Mulaney. <laughs> That's good. Oh, I think man. we should kill... <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no! No, I won't. I'll take He'll that back. You. Um, but, he so, the walls. The thing is, the vo voice he does for Coach Steve is basically the same voice he does for um, Gil Faison, his character in Oh Hello. And I think with Oh Hello, mm -hmm. the play, he's maybe had to say goodbye to that character and he doesn't want to. I suspect that's what happened with Coach Steve, is that he just really wants to keep doing that voice, so he's just making this character and he's putting us all of us really through it. <laughs> we just be, like, going through it. But yeah, well, like I was saying, I have criticisms of Big Mouth. Those are the big three. But, like, show funny. Show funny and I like to watch it. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, the show is genuinely quite funny. I, I started watching it... God. It... So I've had this really weird year, and in... I want to say April? I... A friend of mine passed away. Um, oh. And... So, in the months after that, we were all kind of like just doing anything, you know, um, and, like, you know, it's been just really weird, um, and my friend, one of my friends, Charlotte, who's just the weirdest person I know, I love her so much, um, she just had a murder mystery party we all went to, and that was really fun, um, she's a really great person to know. Sh Charlotte, like, in the weeks after everything was just, like, right, um, have you, have you ever seen Big Mouth? And I was like, no. Do I want to see Big Mouth? And I tried to watch one episode by myself, and I was like, Charlotte, this sucks. And she was yeah. like, no, no, no. It's it's fine. And then she came over the next day, and she sat herself down on our couch, and she turned, she just put Xbox, uh, the, our, put it on on our TV, and was like, right, we're all gonna sit here and watch Big Mouth, and my whole house watched Big Mouth, and it's 
really, really horrible. <laughs> but it's I love it. Show. It's the worst show. It is so 3,000%. It is a group show. Can I just, like, quick sidebar? Uh, yes. Spoilers for end of season two. Yeah. Uh, Jay is revealed to be bisexual. I live in an LGBT learning community. The amount of people who were reduced to tears by a little boy fucking two pillows was, it will never be recreated. <laughs> Everything in that room was the most buck wild. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh my god. We were like, it's happening! It's happening! <laughs> I love that so much. Oh, wow. Um, no, I just no, no. I just remember the extreme frustration of episode three. Oh my god. Where, um, like, I love episode three. I think it's really funny apart from, like, a couple jokes that I despise. Mm. I really mm. fucking hate. Like, the Scaramucci one, it makes me want to fucking gouge my eyes out. Um, yeah. I gen, I, I hate jokes about homophobes. I know it happens, but at the same time, I hate jokes about homophobes actually being gay all the time. Yeah, it just feels it's it's cheap jokes. It's cheap. Um, but I mean, so much of Big Mouth is extremely cheap. <laughs> yeah, I really I can't yeah. say I can't like make make a big fuss about this one particular joke being cheap and then laugh at the rest of the show. Um, yeah, like oh man, this cheap this uh, this joke is so cheap. But you know the part where his Jewish penis eats scallops out of a dumpster behind a. Uh, a what is it called? A, a, uh, synagogue. A, synagogue. I almost said temple. Oops. Um, <laughs> oh, temple. Uh, I think sometimes we. I don't know. I'm not a very good Jew. <laughs> I'm like the worst fucking Jew. Um, temple <laughs> has been used. I know, but like it's a synagogue. I think. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I do also anything. laugh at that joke every single time. I was watching it like uh, an hour or two ago, and I was <laughs> I was laughing really hard. It's the dumbest fucking joke. It's also the funniest thing that's happened on television. Yeah, genuine. <laughs> and also, I love that the voice of the Scallions is John fucking Ham. Is that who that? Oh my god. Yeah, it was genuinely John Ham. <laughs> god Almighty. I know. Those are some sexy fucking scallops, dude. <laughs> I know they're like this. Uh, he he does have a very sexy voice. I am a lesbian, but I will say this. I will go straight for those scallions. I, uh, you know, uh, that's my prerogative. Um, <laughs> um, like, just I think Big Mouth is like genuinely really good at what it does in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's really awful, but like at the same time, uh, what part of being that age isn't fucking awful? Oh my god, there, there isn't a single part. I, I cannot tell you the amount of times that, like, me and the other people in my mod were just like, oh yeah, that terrible, 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 terrible thing I lived through. Yeah. I was talking about, yeah, I was talking about on Twitter, like, if I talk a big game, I would love to write for Big Mouth, but if you sat me down and said, analyze your childhood and turn it into funny jokes for Netflix, I think that I would get about two pages in before I just, like bit the arsenic pill in my tooth and was gone. Like... Oh that, my god, same. See, I think with me, there isn't a lot that I think would be particularly funny because, like, around... Like, when I started, uh... I, like... <laughs> when I was 12, I moved back to the UK and it was just this total period of, like, everything went wrong in my life sick good so it was and like my my ultimate memory of that time period is um so i i dropped out of school um whoa damn yeah genuinely that's how bad my life i dropped out of middle school um middle school yeah you can do that <laughs> no you can do that you can oh, and they call it um being homeschooled and i'm doing air quotation marks because i wasn't homeschooled okay. i nothing uh, happened <laughs> Not, like, I had tuition maybe three times a week, and they signed me up for online classes that I did not do. Um, and I, what I would do is, this was before I dropped out, they were, so they sent me to this private girls' school away, an hour away from where I lived, um, and I fucking hated it there. 
and it was horrible and uh to the point where years later at a gay club in wales i ran into a girl from my school uh from that school and she looked at me and she went didn't i know you from ipswich school for girls and i went uh possibly i don't really remember that time period much and she went it wasn't very good was it i'm sorry i hope you're better now and left (laughs) I remember those tweets. It's like the worst thing. But yeah, so what oh I would do, God. right, is this <laughs> private girls' school that I went to, I would not go to it. And instead, I would sit in my room, and my parents kept, we had a spare mattress in my room, a like foldable one. And so using its folds, I would create a fort in the corner of my room so that I was blocked off from the door, and I put my duvet over the top of it. Um, and I'd curl up in the middle with my phone or my laptop and I would play Elliot Smith <laughs> and I would oh man are you, sure? I... <laughs> are you sure this isn't just an episode of existing big mouth Actually, sure? like, me, and, me and you are gonna splinter off and make a alternate like series where it's just like big mouth but extremely depressing <laughs> and extremely realistic to our lives <laughs> yeah like, please it's 30 minutes of Jay staring at a wall, wondering if he'll ever be better. Wondering, <laughs> wondering, will he ever grow past the cave that his father has built for him? <laughs> Understanding finally what's wrong with him all these years. Like, that's not funny. <laughs> Nick Kroll sends it through the shredder. <laughs> I send a letter to Nick Kroll and I'm like, I think it would be really funny if in an episode of Big Mouth, Jessie spent a day where she like locked her room and her parents like pounded on the door and screamed at her. And then instead of doing any, when they finally left her alone, she put on uh, Elliot Smith and lied in bed until eventually she got bored and masturbated. (laughs) That's a a really good episode of Big Mouth. It is Um, She just like it's just one full Elliot Smith song, and then she just masturbates, cut to black. <laughs> it's um, uh, as far as uh, it, the Big Mouth song, the Elliot Smith song, woo, the Elliot Smith song, it would have to be is very specific, and it would have to be um, one of the songs off Figure Eight, which was the only Elliot Smith album I would listen to. And it would probably be Happiness slash The Gondola Man, which is the full track title tra- of the song. And uh, there's this bit at the end where he's just, like, singing over and over again about how all I want now is happiness. And I'm like, oh, that was me when I, I was 14. I'm just, like, lying in bed crying. <laughs> so, Ash, while this is being written down by the uh, court stenographer in Nick Kroll's case for his restraining order against us, anything else you just want to put on the record? <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of like a podcast about Big Mouth that eventually turns into a court case. <laughs> this is our Big Mouth ARG where we go to jail. <laughs> Arrested for podcast crimes. Too sad about kid cartoon. I think it would be really funny if like we got sent a cease and desist. <laughs> Nick Kroll says, your podcast is too sad. Please stop projecting onto these 13-year-olds. <laughs> uh, Nick Kroll says, this is about my childhood experience, not yours. <laughs> mm, sorry, Nick. It's mine now. I got my so- little hands on it. Sorry, oh, okay. Nick. Matthew? <laughs> um, sorry, Nick. Jesse is mine now. <laughs> Oh my god, Jesse. Also, I'm just saying, again, spoilers for season two. I called after watching season one that Jay would come out as bi. And now I'm going to call it now. I think Jesse is going to be bi. Yeah, I, I can totally see Jesse being bi. I do not know if they will go there, but I believe it. Um, <laughs> In your heart of hearts. In my heart of hearts. I would like a lesbian character on Big Mouth, but also I would not like a lesbian character on B- yeah. Big Mouth. I don't trust Nick Kroll. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know how much I trust Nick Kroll with, like, because there's so much that they've gotten so right so far, like with Matthew and stuff. But yeah. Like, let's see where you're going with this, Nicholas, because Jay is your mouthpiece and he's not a great little, he's not a great mouthpiece. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I think a lot about um, the bit where he talks about drawing porn of all the teachers. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I, 
sometimes I'm like, I'm as I as one does, sitting up at night and thinking about how much I relate to Jay. I'm like, oh yeah, but then there's also the part where he like tucks his own ding dong up into his butt and like masturbates for a whole episode, and that's just the episode. And then I'm like, hey, maybe maybe this isn't a good character to relate to. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it's a bad show, but at the same time, ah. Uh, what a good show. What a fucking t- so bad. Uh, I could just, like, I think about Big Mouth genuinely, like, so much. I was so excited for season two, and I am still very glad that we got it. I do have some issues with season two, namely why they decided that the number one thing that they needed to add to it was ten times as much Coach Steve. Motherfucker, I was so hoping those were the next words out of your mouth. Because my, here, Nick Kroll is my dad. Here's what he told me about season three. Coach Steve dies. Fuck me. I'm so tired of Coach Steve. God, he's just the fucking worst. Oh Nick my Kroll God. sat down and was like, hey, you know what the, you know what the audience wants? They want to see, they want to see Coach Steve fuck. They want, they want to hear the phrase, thick and warm, eight times an episode. (laughs) Oh my god, no. Genuinely, the way I can make anyone, like, want to kill me is if I, like, anyone who's seen Big Mouth, is I can just say to them, thick and warm, and I can feel, like, them, them die a little, and I can feel them hate me more and more, and I've grown, like, super, like, declimatized to it so I can just say it and I have no oh, reaction oh god but... you're a monster you're a monster <laughs> because I, I am... really can't see it but every time you say that phrase <laughs> I like literally I recoil and I have to hold myself it is, it's the worst phrase ever penned it is the worst oh, line in cinematic history and I hate it <laughs> it's really bad oh it's also really I'm bad. Oh, oh my god. Should we actually talk about, like, chronologically, episode one of Big Mouth? Probably, yeah. I, I probably we should do what the podcast is about. That might be good. That might be good. It might be good to talk about Big Mouth. Episode one has a really bad opening where, like, it's Nick and Andrew and they're mm-hmm. watching a film about uh, reproductive organs. Um, the ones that would more, yeah. like... Um, I don't... Like the uterus and shit. Yeah, the uterus and shit. I don't want to, like, use gendered terms, but at the same time, like, it is important that it is what they consider to be a woman's reproductive organs. So, like, ugh, gender. But... Like, I mean, I think we can lay this down right now. I'm transgender, you're also... I'm an... I'm I'm non-binary. Yeah, you're non-binary. Yeah. when we say shit like that, that's not where it's coming from. It's just, like, simplicity of language. No, yeah. We're on your side. We gotcha. We gotcha. Like, what you would typically, like, it's difficult to kind of couch it in all that language sometimes. But, yeah, like, obviously, sex is bullshit. Sex, like, the way we talk about it is bullshit. This show is Bruh. very, very cis. It's very cis. Very cis. Incredibly cis. God, I cannot wait. If we, like... The way if we keep doing this podcast, like the way I see that we would kind of go forward with it is like summarizing episodes, just kind of waiting around for season three to get announced. And so, like when we get to the final episode of season two, we are going to have to go ape shit on that final scene because that is the least cis thing that's happened. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I don't know. I really, the one thing I do think is I would not really trust any of these, uh, of the, like, main people in it to do a trans storyline. Yeah, I mean, the thing, they, they are already kind of, they're, like, getting kind of close, like, there were a lot of things with the queer storyline that they're getting, the queer male storyline that yeah. they're so, like, I think that they, they have a better handle on it than I would have expected, but I think they would have to, like, hire writers who have been through the experience, which I think would be good, frankly. Like, I'm always in a yeah. position of wanting more trans writers to be hired for things. Like, yeah. um... Uh, Nick Kroll, my resume is in the mail. I'm begging you, please. Please, please. Um, <laughs> Nick Kroll, if you feel like it, I haven't sent you my resume, and also I've never written anything in my life. Um, <laughs> but I'm pretty fucking funny, actually. Um... <laughs> 
let's make this podcast blow up so we get to write one episode as a as a goof, but it's just cutting between my episode of Jay where he's staring at the wall and your episode of Jesse where she's listening to Sam Elliott. No, not Sam Elliott, <laughs> Elliot Smith. Very important distinction. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't I, I don't know any musicians. No, it's okay. Uh, I'm like a horrible nightmare. Not even anything about it, not about anything specifically, just in general, I am a horrible nightmare. Just, I, let's just lay the basis down. I am a disgusting trash monster. Yeah, I'm like the nightmare that some people have and they're like, oh god, imagine if my life was like that. And then I am there like, oh, it is. It is. Every day. Every day I exist like this. Imagine. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yes. I'm, I'm, oh, wow. Um, anyway, the first episode, uh, so they're watching, Nick and Andrew are watching, um, a documentary about female, let's say, um, reproductive organs, and they become confused by the term uterus, and they're like, I thought girls had vaginas, uh, which is, it is a good start, because it is ac- very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, um, when the word vagina is said, immediately um, the hormone monster, Maury, shows up. And I really God like... God bless him. God bless him. Sorry. I do have to bring up the fact that... So, um, I am currently also, to help augment the fact that I saw this, like, four hours ago, uh, it's still not fresh enough in my mind. I have the wiki in front of me. Thank you to everyone who runs the wiki. Like, man, you guys are doing some kind of job. Um, <laughs> I, I need to dive into that wiki. It's, I have to go on that journey. I, have, I love a good fan wiki, dude. I love a good fan wiki. Um, I do have issues with the uh, one on ejaculation, which on the plot summary, it actually goes about halfway through the plot and then d- gives up. <laughs> so, I thought you meant that there was a fan wiki page. The, the, in the, in the um, Big Mouth fan wiki, there is a page that explains the concept of ejaculation. That would be amazing. Wow. That would be terrible. <laughs> I'm gonna create that page. Um, <laughs> oh God Almighty! I'm begging you to not. <laughs> I am going to. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I would like to bring up that um, the fact that the hormone monster's name is Maury or Maurice doesn't actually show up until three episodes in, which I really love. Um, so at first he's, yeah, it's Matthew who gives Andrew his name, um, which, it's Matthew, oh, right, sorry, yeah, Matthew says, uh, cause Andrew's like, yeah, my hormone monster, and then, um, uh, or some, uh, when, no, uh, Matthew asks if, uh, Maury gave him the gay test, um, and then, um, Andrew's like, Maury, do you mean the hormone monster? And he's like, yeah, fucking Maury. And he's not, he's only a monster when he's on coke. And it's like such a good moment. (laughs) Genuinely one of the funniest moments in my opinion. Um, that is when I was like watching, I was like, ah, cool. Matthew, you and me, we're going to be friends. (laughs) He is just such a great character. And it helps that I already love anyone voiced by Andrew Rannells. Like Andrew Rannells for me is such a like immediate love. Whoa, whoa, motherfucker! That's wait, Elder Price? Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Celebrity. (laughs) You know a celebrity? Yeah, that's Matthew. Oh my god! Yeah, that's the perfect role for him. I know it's really perfect. He is like I do love how he gets cast in things. It's very funny to me. Um, I, I, my, my, uh, my best, (laughs) my best friend was briefly very obsessed with him. She may still be. I don't know. Um. In a kind of fun lesbian way. Um, <laughs> Very valid. Yeah, um, so I know a lot of things about Andrew Rattles as a result. Um, uh, not in the same way I know a lot of things about, like, every single celebrity for some weird reason. Um, I'm, like, weird <laughs> in terms of pop culture. I didn't want to turn that into a weird Riverdale moment. Um, have you ever seen me without this stupid hat on? Oh my god. Alright, so Sorry, so I got off. I got us really <laughs> off topic. I'm sorry. You're you're fine. You're fine. Just um so fucking oh my god. Right, they're looking at they're they say fallopian tubes and Andrew's like, Well, it's time to go jack off in the bathroom. Yeah, and right? then he does. Good opening scene. Way to invite the the watcher into your world. It's really like a hell of an introduction to the worldview of this show. 
Um, but, like, I mean, a lot of shows I've watched have had the classic masturbating in the school toilet scenes, by which I mean I can think of oh. at least one other show. Um, oh, classic. Who does? <laughs> I mean, like, it's the open of every great story. <laughs> Just every know, story like, starts that Gilgamesh, way. When, when they fucking unearthed Gilgamesh, man's first story, they were like, hmm, yeah, you know the classic part where Gilgamesh jacks <laughs> off into a school bathroom? What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, so one other show I can think of has the same thing, which is there is an episode. <laughs> oh, it's worse. <laughs> oh my god, God, what is it? Um, it's um the claymation show uh, Moral Oral. <laughs> oh my god, you're right, and I love that show. Oh. I know. Moral Oral also has this scene in the episode where Moral uh where Oral um impregnates a bunch of women. <laughs> This show made me cry. Me too. When when I am talking to people about it and I'm like, oh my god, it's gorgeous, you have to watch it. And then they watch it and the first episode is like, well, we accidentally turned everyone into zombies and... They're naked. And that's it. And at the end, a child is beaten with a a belt, so good. Yeah, I I keep talking about it to my flatmates and then I will not let them watch it. No, I I have stopped recommending shows to people after I asked a friend to watch Moral Oral and she didn't get past like I think it was the episode where Moral where where Oral drank his own piss. <laughs> That's like only the second episode. You have to get so much further than that. Um. <laughs> second episode where he starts selling his. Can this just be? Oh, I'm I'm pivoting. Are we a Moral Oral podcast? Because I would talk for 13 years just about that. Okay, so now we have to do. So we have to do at least one episode of this, so we can do a spinoff where it's about Moral Oral. (laughs) God. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this is not unprecedented in TV show. Is the main point that I was going to make, and then well, also it's a secretly good adult cartoon. Yeah, secretly good. Um, I mean, it's the same thing, but like, uh, so actually, also in the classroom, Jesse makes a comment uh, about how like for um uh for boys it's all like uh hard ons and like the joys of puberty, and then girls are a yarn a yarn ball of aching tubes. <laughs> Yeah, she says it's like the miracle of ejaculation, which term I hadn't heard until this show. Turns out it's just something out in the world. (laughs) Um, It's pretty good. Um, And so you get a really, I mean, um, you get the start of Jay's lawyer dad as well in this one. Um, God, that's such a good running joke. (laughs) Stop quoting your dad's law commercials. Um... (laughs) I do every time I laugh. And then, so, we have the intro, which I do think is, like, a really fun intro. I like it a lot, genuinely. I, yeah. There's I, not a lot, like, usually when I'm watching Netflix, I always skip the intro, but, like, shit, I will watch that intro every single I time. do sing along, like, really obnoxiously and badly. Um, and, like, if you get, like, a group of my friends on the couch, we will all sing along obnoxiously and badly. So that's, I think, the mark of a good theme song. Um, yeah, yeah. They, 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 it used to be the call to action to everyone in the mod is someone would like sit on the couch and all of a sudden you'd hear someone off to you like, I'm going! Because none of us can fucking sing. Yeah. And then everyone would swarm out of their rooms like, oh, we have to watch the kids masturbate! Quick, <laughs> Quick no one arrest us! <laughs> Maybe if it's animated. Um, but yeah, and then, uh, so then we have dinner at Nick's house which introduces us to Nick's parents, which is, My I... favorite characters in the They are the best show. character in, there is in the whole show. Nick's dad is so funny. Every time he talks, I'm like, yes, keep going, keep going. Elliot is all I want to be when I grow up. Oh, he is so great. He is so He's fantastic. Um, I want to marry an Elliot. We will be Elijah and Elliot, and it will be beautiful. Oh, that is so beautiful. Oh, my God. That is perfect. <laughs> Like, they also bring up that Duke Ellington died in this house. Um, very important information. <laughs> like, it was, I remember, like, I watched it and I was like, what a fucking weird thing to mention. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Yeah, Duke Ellington's ghost is a main character on this show. Fame. Hey, Nick Kroll, is everything okay? I like, um, I like that, um, Elliot calls him famed African-American American. <laughs> it's such a, uh, it's such a great comment. Um, and then Nick gets embarrassed because his mom's hugging him and, like, saying t- saying that he smells like fresh-buttered baby. And his dad's like, give oh, me a whiff. Oh, <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> um, and then they have to, uh, they go up to um, his room. They talk about going to the dance. Jay yeah. uh, wants to get fingered at the dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I mean, listen, season two. We, he, he wasn't wrong. He, he wasn't wrong, was he? Um, and they talk about whether or not they, they, they talk about kissing girls. No, neither of them have ever properly kissed a girl with tongue. There's a big emphasis on the tongue, uh, which I think right. is very accurate for that age group. Um, oh, God, it's the worst. Uh, <laughs> have I ever said, I, when I, before I went to my first middle school dance, I was so sure that I was going to get my first kiss on that dance floor that I fucking wiki howled how to kiss a boy. So like That's very sweet. No, it's a very depressing indicator of who I am now. No, I think it's genuinely quite sweet cuz like I just didn't go to those things because I was scared of like other people. <laughs> That's valid. You should have been. You you didn't miss anything. I don't think I did and then I dropped out of school. <laughs> so, you know, we're, we're, right, we're, I'm thriving. Sorry. I'm thriving. Um, <laughs> um, and then, uh, so then we get to the crux of the episode where after a- Andrew has a shower and then he comes into Nick's room wearing a towel. Nick scares him by jumping out of her cupboard. This is not symbolic, which is tragic. <laughs> yes. It's, it- it's 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 it is truly the greatest tragedy of the show. It is truly the greatest tragedy of the show is that they cannot make because, them yeah. they can't uh, make them gay yeah. because of the reason that it is Nick uh Nick and his childhood best friend and they're both just like we're not gay. <laughs> Um, yeah. Which I think unfortunately they have to realize that they've made the characters of themselves somewhat gay. <laughs> yeah, like you did make the characters of yourselves make out in one of the episodes and also one of them jumped out of a closet and saw the other one's dick and then couldn't stop thinking about it. Yeah. Hey, Nick, I have bad news. Nick, I have some bad news about your childhood. Um, you were gay. Um, but yeah, so Nick sees Andrew's penis and it freaks him out. Yeah, like a really cool moment to watch. There's just a TV in the mod big screen TV. Really cool moment to have your, like, RAs walk through and check in on is when there's a little boy penis on the screen, <laughs> full screen, animated boy penis. Cool day. Cool thing to explain. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it wasn't, I was like, no, no, you don't get it. it it's a funny cartoon. Like, don't, don't worry. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not checking on oh, this. That's really good. I'm really glad that happened. <laughs> Same R.A. who caught me watching Devilman Crybaby, so things are going well in the old reputation department. That is fantastic. I have a lot of flatmates, and every time any of them see me watching anything, I fear for my reputation, which cannot get any lower than it already is, I think, because they already know that I... Oh, they know a great deal about me, including that I, like, obsessively watch either BoJack Horseman or cooking shows... And that's, like, already a hell of a start. Or Sabrina, um, now. Or just, like, absolute garbage. Yeah, just absolute garbage. I have, like, I I do occasionally venture into, like, good things, and but then my only, uh, like, I watched all of, um, Sharp Objects, and, but the only thing I do is I just comment Amy about Amy Adams, and I'm just like, she has the range! Um, <laughs> because she, she has yes. the range. Um, <laughs> I'm just like really hellish to live with, I will say. Um, you sound you sound like a fan. You sound at least you're like a good standard for the rest of us to live with. <laughs> I am like really put like everyone will move on from this house and be like, wow, I've truly experienced the lowest of the lows. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're going to be the Duke Ellington's ghost of the next generation. I would love to be that. I just want to hang out in attics and like 
scat at people and not in the gross fetish way. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, I could tell that you like got to the middle of that sentence and realized where it was going. I really, I admire that you tried to make it work. I really did try. I'm. Right. I'm trying my hardest. Okay, so let's go uh, back to the plot of Big Mouth once more. <laughs> try fifteen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's okay. I will edit it. It'll be 10 minutes long. <laughs> We're gonna cut everything. <laughs> We're gonna cut everything, especially the stuff about K-pop and milking K-pop stars. I think that's the part we most have to leave in. You're right. I'm just gonna put that up and be like, this is our Big Mouth podcast. <laughs> this is our Big Mouth podcast, and it's just about milking K-pop stars. Do you guys remember that one really weird episode of Big Mouth where Nick Kroll just, like, milked a K-pop star? That <laughs> shit was... Do you remember that episode of Big Mouth where, like... Oh my... <laughs> I can't even where go on. I'm just... I'm just... <laughs> Jesse ran out of milk and they had to go to the K-pop farm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And Nick Kroll... Nick Kroll just, like... You just, you just took another year off of fucking... Uh, Nick Kroll's life, or wait, was it John Mulaney? John Mulaney, it's John Mulaney. I'm, I'm, I'm calling the lives of both of them. It actually, yeah. what what I did is I just took us a step forward to the lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, this is another chunk of the podcast that's being played in a courtroom <laughs> in front of a jury. We just sit there. <laughs> they have to like just fly me over to the states. I'm like um extradited <laughs> from the United Kingdom. <laughs> You're not you're not allowed to come back. You talked about a little girl being milked. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I didn't I say I didn't talk about I did not say that's not what I was saying. Jesse does not get milked. Oh, okay. She has she to get out of milk, so they have to get it from the K pop star. Yeah. And this would be this would be better if we knew any K pop stars and I don't want to try to make a um, Nam June. that would be the most racist thing I could do. Nam June is one of the names. I don't know if that's how you say it though. Namjoon ran out of milk, so now we have to milk this preteen. Beautiful <laughs> sentence that you said, Ash. No, is it what I said? What I said is Jesse's family. Jesse re- runs out of milk, like in her home, and they have to go to the K-pop farm to get more. Mm. That is what mm. I was saying. Good. Great, yeah, man. I wonder why Nick Kroll doesn't accept our scripts. <laughs> ah. I really wonder why, like, uh, Nick Kroll has our emails blocked. <laughs> Every day, I receive the same exact cease and desist letter from Nick Kroll and um, I want. I keep wanting to say Andrew Glauberman. That is not the name of the man. Um, it's John Wayne. It's uh, yeah, but the co the co director is actually Andrew. Um, what's his name? Andrew Goldman, who was yeah. Nick Kroll's childhood best friend, and also in the worst thing about Big Mouth, he used to write for Family Guy. Um, Jesus. So you can kind of feel, I think you can kind of feel some of those sensibilities around characters like Coach Steve and yeah. uh, the hormone monster. Uh, Coach Steve's hormone monster, right? that is. Yeah. Uh, he wrote a book from the perspective of Brian Griffin, which is the worst thing I've ever read. Uh, not that I've read the book, just that sentence. <laughs> no, right, Ash. I know that I, we're having a lot of fun taking years off of John and our friend John and Nick's lives. You just took years off of mine, and I've already only got about five in the barrel, so if we can tone that back a bit, that would be fantastic. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll try and keep it on hold from here on out. Uh, I'll try and keep my fun writer's facts fa- back. <laughs> Okay, um, shall we go back to, like, trying to actually say the plot of this episode? We are five minutes in. <laughs> okay, alright, they're, they're fucking, they're talking, he sees his wiener. Come yeah, on, he wiener, sees his dick. They refuse to talk about it, and then in the night, the hormone monster makes Andrew jack off. Uh, of course. Which is, like... Two, two o'clock of a cat. And thinking about Nick's grandma, which no, could, not thinking about uh, thinking about his dad's uh, associate Stu- Susan from HR. Oh right, but Nick's what Nick's grandma did give him Nick's the clock. Grandma was involved in his jerk off session, which all right. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, we've already seen. Well, we see later in the show that Andrew is just particularly horny for Nick's family. Um, oh, it's the worst, huh? It's the worst. It really is bad. <laughs> You gotta wonder if there's something there. So they they kind of have a little fight 
uh, Nick has to talk to his dad, who's like, your penis may never get big, and uh, also, it would be good if you were gay. <laughs> Those prime bits of parenting advice. Those... What is the line? It's the best line in the show. It's the only reason I stuck around past episode one. It was like, it's okay to see another man's penis, or even to kiss a <laughs> He's right. He's right, and he should say it. <laughs> He's right. Thank you, Elliot. We were all thinking it. We were all thinking it, and no one was brave enough to say it until, um, I can't think it's of the actor's name for once. Um, I know who the actor is, but I can't think of his name. Uh... <laughs> It's the guy who's in every Saturday Night Live thing. Um, oh, fuck. But yeah, so then uh, some other shit happens. They go to school. There's a very fun song called Big Dicks Dicks Playing Basketball. Great, great tune. Great Just tune. Just like a cool thing to have on the mod TV once again. Another cool thing yeah, to see. The dicks are there. One of them is uncircumcised. The rest are circumcised. And the circumcised... Oh, and what sucks mega bad is that the one that's uncircumcised is definitely Jay Blitzerian, who we keep dealing with for the rest of the show. Yeah, it is Jay's dick that is uncircumcised, so we do have to have that knowledge. Um, we just have to live with that. We do have to live with that. Um, and the, like... You know, we just have to live with that knowledge. Um, I can't think of what else happens in this episode. I know there's some... Does Jesse have a B-plot in this episode? I can't remember. I don't... Not very much. Um, there's, uh, Andrew's, like, uh, oh, during the Big Dick's playing basketball song, Nick falls over, Andrew tries to help him up, and Nick shoves him and is like, get away from me, because he's still seeing Andrew as a giant penis. He's still seeing Andrew as a giant penis, (laughs) Yeah, great. Really good. Who hasn't been there. We've all been there. We've all been there all the time. It's been really fantastic. Um, the worst... It's the worst human experience, <laughs> but yeah, it's so, really bad. Um, uh, you're the one with the summary pulled up. Yeah, they, well, that. the summary ends at this sure. point. So right now, I'm just going on memory. They're like having a fight and shit. Um, Nick decide. Nick talks to the ghost of Duke Ellington, who's like, "Oh right." Yeah. Uh, yeah. One time, I saw my friend's dick, and it was really big, and his pubic hair looked like feathers. Um, <laughs> good, good show. Good show. <laughs> I mean, I love anything that does bring up feathers, because it's like, birds are just excellent. Um, Birds are excellent, but I don't like thinking about them in reference to anything related to a wiener. (laughs) You are probably right. It helps that I'm, like, looking at pictures of birds right now. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so, um, he, uh, Duke is like, ask out a pretty girl. And sings a song about furry triangles, which I'm not even going to go into. Um, Let's just ignore that. And uh, then Nick decides to ask out one of the 8th graders. Um, I think she's an 8th grader. Uh, I forget her. Is it Gabby? Yeah, or Olivia, maybe? Olivia. Yeah. And she's, like, completely empty inside. And she's like, cute, yeah, cute, yeah. And she just says that (laughs) on repeat ad nauseum. And she does kind of make me want to barf. I do not like the character of Olivia. She only exists for one episode, but it is depressing. Um, Jesse is hurt because she thought they were all going to the dance together. Andrew is hurt. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say, it was more Andrew. So, like, he goes back and they end up, they get into a fight over it, and Maury comes out and tells him to curb stomp his teeth, of course. Did we miss the, did we miss an essential jack-off scene? Because I feel like we missed an essential jack-off scene. We did talk about the one where he jacked off in the house, but there is definitely another one. What's the other one? It's, it's the, I think he just kind of, I think he just kind of does the dang thing. You know what? Yeah, he does, but it's not really essential, I'd say. It's just, the fucking Nick rolled through that one in there just for us. <laughs> just for us, just to, like, slip us up in the podcast. He was like, aha, yeah. you thought there were two jack-off scenes, but there were three. <laughs> Not to mention the four ejaculation ejacul- scenes in this episode, see? They're, they're going to, yeah, the, him and Andrew get into a fight, and they're talking, and Andrew says, fuck you, dude, I thought you were my friend, da 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 da, da you know. Yeah, they're really fucking mad. Um, and then... I don't really remember what happens between Andrew and Hormone Monster. I think this is where I, like, stop paying attention. And then they go to the dance. Um, yeah, uh, the Hormone Monster basically just tells him to curb stop, curb stomp, um, 
Nick, which, cool. So, uh. Um, I mean, curb stomping's a great thing to bring up. Yeah, that's, oh, that's oh well, well we also have, because... we haven't really talked about Missy, who is my favorite character in the whole show. I fucking love Missy. She's, oh my god. She's perfect. Um, everything about her is perfect. She's delightful. Um. She, she is, like, because she's, like, the main character, but she's, like, she's one of the main characters, of course, but, like, she's just as, like, buck wild as one of the, like, side characters that's reduced to, like, two or three traits. Yeah. But, like she's just as funny and she's just as developed she is honestly the best she is very fantastic i am very grateful for her like uh there are so many good things about her there are so many good things about her i will like we john can... shut up <laughs> sorry <laughs> um we like we can talk about this more in like a missy episode um mm-hmm. but like uh she in the episode is host uh helping organize the um social the dance uh which is yeah, a like night a... in mesopotamia themed a theme which yeah, only she takes seriously in... a night in ancient mesopotamia i study like mesopotamia and like assyria well you know the mesopotamian area yeah i, I love um it's really uh, interesting stuff i have seen the big assyrian statues that we have in the british museum several times which i do think we shouldn't have but we do because colonialism um It'd be that way sometimes. Yeah, the British Museum is just like if you are at all any at all aware of colonialism, it makes you feel real bad to be there. Um, <laughs> Classic. Yeah, like we've got all this shit. Like we've got the Rosetta Stone in there, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> do we do we need that? Do we deserve that? We, oh man, was that one ours? That one's ours then. All right, cool. Did we, did we do that? I don't think we did that, but all right. <laughs> Cool. John, I'm going to strangle you. <laughs> Leave this in. <laughs> I, God, I, oh my God. Yeah, it's a night in ancient Mesopotamia. Yeah, and then we get okay, to the uh, dance. Um, and Nick gets turned down by Olivia because a ninth grader is going out with her. Uh, and he yeah, is top of the food chain. Actually, yeah, she didn't actually know that she was agreeing to go on a date in the first place, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. She just said words she was just like cute yeah cute yeah dance cute yeah um which we've all been there god that's about that's about what that's how i feel i've been talking this entire time (laughs) that's that's how i sound when i try to answer a question in class except for just like sub in any word related it's whatever okay but um so it's the dance and at first like nick comes in and gets rejected by olivia um, Missy offers to dance with Andrew, which kind of, like, takes his mind off things. Yes. And, yeah. Hormone so, Monster as... makes him give a little, get a little friction, and he <sighs> comes in oh, his pants. Good TV show! Good, Good TV, TV show. show! The first time I saw that episode, I had to, like, hide my face because I was so embarrassed. Um, mm-hmm. I... It's... I struggle with so much at you episode one. They're just like, we're going to just like everything. Really, they really throw it at you. They really throw it out at you. Episode one. Um, I, which I can kind of relate to because that is the kind of feeling of going into puberty, I guess. Like you're just immediately like, it's all there. It's all there. Hey, Ash, I appreciate you trying to defend Nick Kroll's writing, but... I don't think that that was intentional. No, no, I think it's just bad. But like, I am going to like just be like, yeah, that is what puberty is like, though. (laughs) It's art. It's art. This show is art, actually, and I will. I I can't defend it. Um, does (laughs) Coach Steve also makes them play Lady in Red, which I only know because of a British sketch TV show. Um, Jesus. Uh, that has an ongoing uh, plot line where um, it's two snooker commentators who are just like deep, very drunk and smoking a lot, and it's my least favorite um, sketch 
uh, like they they do it in every single episode, and uh, the only thing they say is just over and over again, and that's a bad miss. And they say that every episode, and uh, maybe this is one of those things where I'm just not English enough, but I don't laugh at it ever. But there's one episode where they have like the secret snooker words to Lady in Red, um, and that's a whole thing. <laughs> so that's the only reason I know the song Lady in Red, which is like really awful. It's a good show, but like Christ. Um, Lady in Red, it's a song. Who fucking knows that song? No, Coach Steve, Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll knows that song and wanted to put it into his fun TV show about children masturbating. That does make sense, knowing <laughs> Nick Kroll, because, like, the entirety of Oh Hello, like, half of it is jokes about, um, Steely Dan. Um, Jesus <laughs> it's, it's very, which is part of the reason I love Oh Hello so much, because I do actually listen to a lot of Steely Dan. Oh, don't worry, Ash. I know. I follow you on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I think we... <laughs> um, me and my friends, uh, me and my other flatmate also listens to Steely Dan, um, and, uh, at first we were the only people who really, really, uh... Steely Dan is named after a dildo in a William S. Burroughs oh, novel. good, great. <laughs> God, good, 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 good. I'm a good musical artist. I, I wish I, so I wish well. I, I am sorry. I, if I talk about Celie Dan, I have to say that fact. It's also, the William S. Burroughs novel is like, it's Naked Lunch, and it's the most un, is it Naked Lunch? Is that the name of it? Um. I, I, I could not tell you. So, uh, yeah, it plays Lady in Red, and, um, Andrew comes in his pants, of course, because it's a very good TV show. He runs to the bathroom to, like, wash his pants out, and he, like, dunks him in the toilet. And then and he then... falls in the toilet because his phone falls in the toilet, and he talks to his sperm, and they're like, are we in a pussy? And he's like, We're, you're in a toilet, and it's really good, and I'm glad they used the word pussy. <laughs> glad, yeah, the best word to hear. The best word to hear, a deeply, uh, sensual word. Die, <laughs> mm, thanks. <laughs> Did you like Good. the little Sorry. emphasis I put on it? <laughs> mm -hmm. No, yeah, you put a little Justin McElroy spin on it and it made me throw up in my mouth. <laughs> um oh man it is not good. <laughs> not good, no. So, but like I he comes back out of his dream sequence with his nut, which okay. And Nick is there, and... Yeah, oh, wait, we missed a bit, we missed a bit, because between that, we the cuts to Nick oh after God, running right. out... So after he's turned down, uh, down by Olivia, he runs out into the hallway, Jesse follows him, and they have their first kiss. They kiss each other. Uh, Nick goes to the bathroom, makes up with Andrew, and he's like, I was just embarrassed because my dick is small and yours is big. Um, and Andrew's like, I'm embarrassed all the time because I'm super gross and I'm, I uh, ejaculated in, at the school in front of everyone. And now my pants are wet. Um. Oh, and then they switch pants. Or they don't, they don't, because uh, they just leave Andrew's pants there. Nick takes off his pants and gives them to Andrew and then walks into the dance in his boxers, which is genuinely very sweet. <laughs> it is, it is like a very good one. That is honestly, that is the only reason that I like kept watching. Cause like up until then I was like, all right, so this is going to be another like weird gross out show. It'll last one season, go nowhere. And then like, I saw that moment and I was like, all right, so they are trying to do something here. Yeah, I... I think I let it keep going because it was on autoplay. <laughs> that is very valid. Because <laughs> um, I think I managed to get through, like, two episodes, maybe. Or maybe I just watched one and then sent a message to my friend, and then she made me watch it all together with her. I can't really remember. Yeah, it's definitely it's a group show. Yeah, it is a, definitely a show that it's best to watch in a group of people. If I had watched it on my, on my own, I wouldn't have had the same enjoyment of it. Because you need someone to react to it with. Yeah, you need someone to be like, oh, yeah, same hat. Yeah, or like, oh, gross. <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck. That's the worst. Oh, I wish I hadn't seen that. Thank God you saw it with me. Yeah, thank God that you're also watching child porn with me, so it's like a fun group bonding activity <laughs> and not just something you're doing in your room. 
Yeah, thank God we're all watching child porn together, because I think if we tell the cops that, it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll be like, no, 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 you don't understand. We were doing it in a group. I think you'll find that if you watch child porn in a group, it is not illegal. Yep, check the books, baby. <laughs> check the books. I'm a lawyer now. Um... I'm a lawyer, and I don't watch child porn for bad reasons, just for bro-hang reasons. <laughs> oh, that's the fucking worst. But yeah, um, they get together, and then Matthew, uh, they get, they are friends now, and they march into the dance. Right. Matthew is like, Nick, Andrew, you're wet. Uh, Nick's pants are gone. <laughs> but more importantly, what's going on with Nick and Jesse? And they're like, uh, quizzed on his little show that he does, which is a very cute element, I think. Very good reoccurring bit. Yeah, I love, I love his show. I love his show. I love all of the, like, scrolling subtext. Um, <laughs> on that one, I remember it's just what the fuck over and over again. <laughs> I, like, choose to so believe it as, I choose to believe it's just his interior monologue. <laughs> <laughs> that would make a lot of sense for what we've seen of Matthew, which is fucking nothing behind the eyes yeah um but yeah that's like episode one right i'm not missing anything major that's the end of episode one yeah it's not i i would say i if i had to rate uh big mouth episodes i'd give it like a c yeah a c sounds about right like it's not the best out of them like i think it kicks off like where it gets really good is about halfway through season one. Hold on. I yeah, I, I mean, I'm really fond of episode two, actually. I think... Uh, the one with the Statue of Liberty? Yeah. Uh, my, I, it's just the moment where the hormone monstrous comes in, and she's like, you want to listen to Lana Del Rey and scream at your mother? Um, and I'm just like, oh, fuck! <laughs> yes, you do! Yes! Honestly, yes, I, I still want to do that. I still want to shoplift <laughs> lipstick. I don't. Um, I, <laughs> I do not. I hate makeup. Um, but, like, Bad. there's a lot of stuff there where I'm just like, oh, fuck, you got it! Um, I yeah, do think the, uh, yeah honestly that's where it also kicks off for me is just like whenever the hormone monsters comes in I think that I will put it season 3 because like I don't care for most of the parts where the hormone monsters isn't there but as soon yeah, as she, is, she like, is showing up and influencing episodes that's my shit yes please she Damn. is absolutely one of the best parts of this show Maya Rudolph as her voice actress is incredible every time she says bubble bath I want to Yes! I only take bubble baths. I'm like, what? Yes, you do! Thank you, Maya Rudolph. She's so perfect. Honestly, I could die for it. Genuinely the best character in the show. If she was not in the show... I don't think it would have taken off like it did. No, um, but the thing is, is, so, like, the two characters that bring me the most joy on it are Missy and Hormone Monstrous. Of course, yeah, Connie. Uh, yeah, so those are, like, the two best characters, in my opinion. Yeah, 3,000%. I'm, like, super into this. I think that, like, Jay is also... The, yeah! Um, oh, Jess, Jay yeah. is fantastic, but it takes me, like, it took me a while to get there because the pillow fucking episode did really haunt me. Yeah, that one did, that one does a number on the psyche, huh? <laughs> so, like... so, wait, there's this weird thing about it where eventually it got turned into a meme where we would just all say, I'm 40 all the time. Um, and oh, then eventually God. I was like, man, I bet that's what Kanye West says in bed. And then, like, I was saying this at some oh, dinner or something, no. and I was like, man, ho- how old is he? And it turned out he was 40. And it really Jeez. just got me right there. I sucks so bad. I wish I hadn't. So bad. I wish I hadn't told you that story. I think that actually happened on my friend's birthday at their birthday dinner. <sighs> Um, so I feel really guilty about that. <laughs> the time Ash ruined birthday dinner by talking about a child coming into a pillow, and also <laughs> Kanye West. Yeah, just really bringing in some really bad things. <laughs> just, like, throwing all the spaghetti at the wall and seeing what ruins the birthday. I am, I am a walking, like, nightmare, as I have said previously. I just, like, go places and I'm like, so have you heard the news? Big mouth. 
You want to talk about Big Mouth? You want you want me to talk about Kanye West and Big Mouth in the same sentence for no discernible reason? <laughs> One of my friends did make a version where they edited it so that the pillow's face was Kim Kardashian and they put I'm Kanye's cool, head good. on Jay. <laughs> sucks. Sucks. Good. If I if I can, I do not know if I still have it, but I'll go through some of my archives and see if I can find it. (laughs) Yeah, that'll just be the the cover art for the podcast. No prior explanation. That would be good. (laughs) Um, that's that's what the episode was. Uh, Do you have any like? Do you have any? So Nick Kroll is my dad, and he told me things about season three. But do you have any um? predictions for like what's going to go on in season three that you want to talk about so i think we're going to see a lot of mental health issues being explored i would adore that because we kind of got a taste of that a little bit with the with stuff in season two and i think we're going to see further exploration of that with jesse um yeah and just going forward uh spoilers for season two yeah absolutely this whole show is going to be spoilers but, like, yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of depression, really. Um, which, of course, I'm very excited for, and I think it's the number one reason they should hire me to write. Because <laughs> uh, I will absolutely give... Uh, so, like, I have, a, like, a long list of artists that I'd like Jesse to get really into. Um, and one of them is I like um, a really dramatic scene where, like, she's listening to... Um, like, uh, I want to say, like... I wish I had Spotify open right now because I have a bunch of playlists for this. Maybe she's, like, listening to Daughter or something. Have you ever listened to any Daughter? It's, like... I don't even know who you're talking about. Daughter is an English folk band, and it's number one, like, you're really sad, aren't you, music. (laughs) They, like, you put that up on Spotify, and they send you an email, like, hey, man. Everything alright? Everything alright? There's like this one song and it's used in all the Tumblr edits and it's like, if you're in love, you're the lucky ones because some of us are breathing through corrupted lungs or something like that and you're like, Jesus Jesus fucking Christ, shut up. Um, uh, Which is, I don't really like their first album as much as I like their second album, which is much more like weird and about like the lead singer's mother got uh, dementia and it's a lot of shit about that. Um, and it's super... Yeah, so, like, a real feel-good album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I listen to I'll really happy music. I listen to Steely Dan, and I listen to this. Um, so, like, I think... so much. It, it really does. It really does explain everything about me. Um, but I really think that you could... I think in season three, we will see a lot of shit about that and also my humorous prediction that is in season three we will discover that actually the pillows are just they're they're just people who've been turned into pillows god no they're his dad's like former clients (laughs) he he failed their case so he had to kill them yeah yeah that's and now they have sex with his child hey whoa bad (laughs) idea yeah, that's my um, that's my prediction for season three. How about you? Good. What are you What are you gonna say? <laughs> um, well, my, everything I'm saying is canon because uh, Nick Kroll is my dad, and he told me because I asked. So, um, it my real thing is that in season three, I think that um, they're going to introduce like I mean, of course, they're gonna follow this Matthew arc to it. Yeah, end, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's going to be- yeah, because in season one, in season one, Jay was kind of um, more of a side character. Jay and Ga- uh, I almost said Gabby. Why do I think of Gabby? Missy were more of side characters, but um, now in season two, they were like main. Like there were storylines focused on them. They had a plots. So like I think now Matthew is going to fill that role of that kind of side ish character. Yeah, that absolutely um, makes sense. Yeah, I think that they're going to. So they're going to kind of promote him. Um, one thing I'm worried about, though, is when you were talking about the, um, mental illness thing, what they like to, I mean, of, co- of course they love to use personifications a lot. I think it would be good if they brought back the purple cat, but I yeah. almost feel like it's getting, yeah, if it's getting too much, like, personification things heavy, because, like, there's three or four hormone monsters. Yeah, yeah, I think just... they could overuse that very easily. Yeah. 
like I had an idea. I actually sat down and like storyboarded this out because I thought it would be good of like kind of a devil and an angel, but one is called like the fairy and one is I don't know the butch angel. I didn't work it out very much. <laughs> But yeah, but it's like masculinity and femininity, and we see that with Matthew, where it's like, how do I interact with men? Because, yeah. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, it would be really interesting seeing something kind of uh, talk about, like, gendered, uh, the way we kind of, gay people have to gender themselves in really uncomfortable ways. Right, yeah, like, because they touched on it when they had that scene at the eclipse, and it was yeah, like, absolutely. Oh, I'm just girl talk, but I'm not a girl. So, like, I would, I would, again, Nick Kroll, my resume is in the mail. You need to stop shredding it. I'm begging you. You are but, his um, son. I am your son. Nick Kroll, let me write through your show. I'm your, I'm your own flesh and blood. <laughs> but, yeah. And then my, um, my, uh, my other, not a prediction again, Nick Kroll is my dad, um, is that Jay will definitely get into Tumblr and Jay will become a kitty. Um, <laughs> Who's he gonna kin? <laughs> what? Who's he, is he gonna kin Kameda? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not allowed to disclose at this time who uh, Jay will be kinning. But, um, <laughs> He's gonna kin me. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, yeah, Jay from Big Mouth is kidding Ash from Twitter. <laughs> this is like perfect. Um, this is a good, and it's canon because Nick Kroll is my dad and he told me once again, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid fucking podcast. For this is the best. Show. Can we, um, I would like, um, can we have it be like, um, bigger mouths, uh, colon, <laughs> Nick Kroll is my dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, the name of the podcast. Because I was worried because, like, yours, Big, big Mouth 2, Bigger Mouth, was extremely good, but I was also very attached to No, that's, what, that's why we have to mash them together. <laughs> yeah, Nick, so their, their extremely good name of the podcast is Big Mouth 2, colon, Nicole is my dad. Or, yeah, or, but, but like, Bigger Mouths is the thing. Bigger Mouths, Nick Kroll, and Nick Kroll is my dad, or Big Mouth 2, Nick Kroll is my dad. <laughs> oh, God. All right. You've been listening to Big Mouth 2, Nick Kroll is my dad. Uh, you can find us uh, on Twitter at, at Bigger Mouths, um, uh, <laughs> with an S, because I couldn't get the handle Bigger Mouth. Uh, you can find me, I'm, I've been Ash K, you can find me on Twitter at Jazz Coffin, where uh, Coffin is spelled with an I, and... Um, sorry, and I've been Eli J, uh, Jonas, because it's literally in the Twitter handle, which is at Eli Jonas, spelled like the brothers and with two S's on the Jonas. Perfect. Uh, the Steely Dan song of the day is Dr. Wu off the album Katie Lied. Please listen to it. It's a great song, and I don't think you'll regret it, because why would anyone ever regret listening to Steely Dan? Thanks. <laughs> oh, God. I think that's a perfect outfit. Because the way the K-pop industry is set up is so terrible. It's so bad. And you know what? I don't like K-pop because people go on Twitter and are like, I wanna see Jin Young's flaccid asshole. Like, I don't even know what a flaccid asshole is. There's always shit about getting milked. <laughs> oh god. Like, why are they why are K-pop people so obsessed with milking? <laughs> Because they're all terrible. Because they're all terrible. And it's the worst. And it's the worst. We're really going out here with this podcast and just like whacking beehives. <laughs> like, <laughs> this podcast is just like us looking at beehives and just like taking. I have a giant rainbow baseball bat and we're just like fucking hitting them.